I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning, and I am very grateful and excited to bring on our general manager, Ray Haynes, this morning. And it is uh, this evening, Passover, and so we've got a wonderful teaching uh, laid out for you here. From Passover to the Cross, Crosswords. I love it. It is, because it's intriguing. Yeah, it grips me right off the bat. He said a lot of profound things from the cross. The last word he said this year just really gripped me so which is the inspiration for the name of this particular teaching so that we're going to focus on that and all of the words that well not all of them but a bunch of the words that uh, are in scripture that are a part of passover that actually point directly at the cross so it was you know a little uh, spotlight on the cross throughout history so we're going to kind of look at that today and in fact but first we're just going to make this first break of a sort of intro to passover because as I got to thinking, just as you just said, and uh, tonight's Passover, it's a little confusing when you look at the calendar, no matter what calendar you look at. Most of them don't even have Passover on it, but for those that do have it wrong, because it's a rabbinic calendar, and yeah. they changed it. So, Well, I did see one today that was correct. It said, today, Passover begins. And so a lot of them just say Passover on this date, but it's actually tonight through tomorrow. <laughs> well, here's the story. The actual day of Passover, the 14th of the month of Nisan, the first month, is today. It's already happened. It started last night. Ah. But that's not what it says on the calendar, and that's where it gets confusing. Yeah. And you gotta, I gotta say, there's a good reason. I'm glad reason. we've got you, man. I mean, I'm <laughs> telling you. Well, I wish that that would actually help, but the problem is, <laughs> you know, so many of these things go right over your head, and then you, you sit and go, oh, wait, no, wait, ah. Oh. And you forget, and then Math, you, you, you know. wake up and go, oh, yeah. So here's how it works. The Hebrew or biblical calendar is maintained by the rabbis of the Pharisee party who crucified Yeshua, Jesus. So after the temple was destroyed 40 years after Jesus died and rose again, and thousands upon thousands accepted him as their Messiah, the rabbis began to adjust anything they could to change the focus <laughs> away from him. To stop pointing he's to Jesus. He's not Jewish. He's not the Messiah. So they believe <laughs> they have the right to change or disregard any scripture, which is really scary, but they believe, because they believe, God gave Moses something called the oral law. You'll hear that a lot, the Talmud and those teachings, in addition to the commandments and the Torah. But here's the deal. They say the oral law was given so the Gentiles would not know everything that God said. It was like a secret language, so to speak. Mm. And since it's straight from God to them, it's greater than scripture. So they can change anything they want. That's their theory. Boy. I know, they open things up and you wonder. Talk about revisionist history. Well, yeah. you can't eat a cheeseburger if you're Jewish. <laughs> exactly why. It's all kind of crazy stuff. So, they moved the day of Passover to the next day. Now, they don't say that it wasn't originally there. They just moved it from the 14th to the 15th of the first month on their calendar. So, when you look at our calendar, you see Passover. It'll be the 15th of Nisan, where the Bible says it's on the 14th. Now... The reason they did that is because once the temple was destroyed, they couldn't make a sacrifice. They said, well, we can't make a sacrifice anyways, and all we can really do is have the meal, and the meal happens that evening, which is the new day, the 15th. So they, <laughs> which I was always was that way, but so they just said, now, Passover's actually on the 15th now. So that's why your calendar is all messed up. Which also, now here's the more important part, which also changed the Feast of Unleavened Bread by one day. Now, this is a seven-day feast that begins the day or the evening after Passover when you're actually having the meal. So, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, they moved it from tonight to tomorrow night. Now, that's a big deal because the first day of that feast is a Sabbath. 
which is followed by the regular Sabbath on Friday, which is followed by first fruits on Sunday, three days after Passover. Nothing significant about three days after Passover, right? So the biggest and most diabolical thing they did was to move up the start of first fruits. Instead of three days after Passover, it occurs the act the next day after real Passover, which is the Passover Sabbath. So it's supposed to fall, the first fruits, after the regular Friday night, Saturday Sabbath. So first fruits always falls on a Sunday, the first day, because that was when the third day that was the third day after Passover occurred two thousand years ago. Jesus rose again. You can imagine how much uh consternation that causes the rabbis. So by permanently changing it one day after Passover, instead of three days, Jews never associate Resurrection Day with first fruits. So even today, it, it worked like a charm. So since you start counting the 50 days to Pentecost from first fruits, that also distracts the Jews from the actual day of the Feast of Weeks or Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the new disciples. 3,000 Jews come to Jesus and launches the first church in Jerusalem. Now, obviously, the whole church was 100% Jewish, so many Jews followed him, but not the leaders, so it still works the same way. I can't tell you how many things they've done like this, but we do that too. You know the name Judas. You'd go, ooh, ooh, bad name. But Judas is a Greek variation of the name Judah, which is the Jews, meaning God made it visible that his people, the tribe of Judah, the Jews, betrayed him with a kiss. Mm -hmm. So when we change that in our Bibles, we've actually lost the message that God's trying to say, this is my, my bride that kissed me to betray me. Now, there's a lot of lost in translation problems. <laughs> there yeah. really, really is. And I'm not a big fan of Greek anyways, but those kind of things really bother me. And the Romans banned the Jews from speaking the name of Jehovah about 60 years after the temple was destroyed. But eventually the rabbis just decided they'd also bar the Jews from speaking the Father's name, which was kind of fulfilling Yeshua's somewhat prophetic statement that no one can come to the Father but through Jesus. So their rejection of him eventually became the rejection of the Father as well. They right. don't see it that way, obviously, but that's the reality. And speaking of Yeshua, his name was originally Yehoshua. Yehovah, the name of God, is, is Yehovah is salvation, is what Yeshua means, or Yehovah saved, which is what we use to translate the name Joshua. After the Babylonian captivity, about 500 years before Jesus, they shortened all the names and removed the H and the O. So Yehoshua became Yeshua. Means same thing, but it kind of takes Yehovah out of it. But that name was one of the most popular names of the first century. It's in the top five. I think it was like number three. Mm -hmm. But after the resurrection, they changed that name alone back to Yehoshua. They stopped using Yeshua as a Jewish <laughs> name. Again, clever. They try to distract from Jesus being Jewish. Now It's like a big shell game. It, like, it really is. <laughs> and now they call him Yeshu, which takes off the, the, the ending letter, which tends to make a word uh, Hebrew anyways. Mm -hmm. So they identify him as the founder of Christianity, not Jewish. Mm. And it just goes on and on and on and on like that. But the point for us is official Passover is actually today, meaning that this morning as we're teaching, Yeshua Jesus died on the cross. That happened today beginning at 9 a.m. He died six hours later at 3 p.m. And his first night in the grave would be tonight, which was a Thursday 2,000 years ago, not a Friday. That's that, another little confusing shell game part of it for people. And that mistake was a Roman Catholic one to distract because, you know, the Romans 
<laughs> really hated the Jews. If they were upset at Christians, the Romans hated them like ten times as much. So they wanted to distract from anything Jewish to be associated with Jesus. The Romans greatly hated the Jews and killed them as often as they could. And it's ironic that the Roman Catholic Church also killed any Christian who celebrated Passover. That was a, a benefit or, I guess, a, the work of Constantine with his Easter uh, determination in 323, which made it anything dealing with the Jews for a Christian was punishable by death. So, but... The big problem for them is by ignoring the Passover Sabbath, they identified the verse that says, you know, they're having to get his body in the grave before the Sabbath. So they just, instead of identifying that was the obvious Passover Sabbath spoken about as the evening was burial, the regular Friday night Sabbath became the one they did. So making it look like he was crucified on Friday and somehow found a way to spend three nights in the grave. Talk about your terrible man. And be up by Sunday morning. And be yeah. up, boy, that's a, that's a quick three days. <laughs> but they did get Resurrection Day right. So there's that. So you got you to gotta celebrate that. <laughs> now, this Passover teaching from uh, Passover to the Cross is called Cross Words. As I said, we're going to highlight the words of Passover that all point to the cross, especially his last word. And, oh, my goodness, that and all that that word means, it's just mind-blowing for me. And we're going to pray as we start every hour. And uh, I'll tell you about uh, another thing going on this evening that uh, I think you hopefully will uh, want to be a part of. So let's pray. Father, we love you, Jehovah. Mm. We lift up your glorious name when we lift up that mighty name of Yehoshua, Yeshua, Jesus. Lord, this day, in just a couple hours, that day that you hung on a cross for us to destroy sin, destroy every enemy, God, would you make Yeshua, Jesus, so visible in every element of Passover Seder tonight for your people? And for all people, the Lord, would you just turn hearts to you? Lord, help us to know what Passover is. God, give us revelation today, even as we're in this sharing and teaching, of who you are and what you did for us on this day. Yes, Lord. Lord, help us to uh, kind of set aside all the, the Egypt stuff to really see mm. what it was all about for you. For uh, these last 6,000 years, you've been pinpointing that day for a reason. Because you set us free. You uh, crushed the head of your enemy. You defeated sin. You came to dwell within us. Oh, Lord, there's just no words that we could ever come to. But Lord, because you said whatever we ask in your name, Lord, we ask that uh, this day you turn our hearts to you afresh. Lord, you bring healing. You bring deliverance. You bring life. You bring hope and encouragement, clarity of thought. Just uh, open our hearts today and open our eyes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. We're going to have oh, more of... Oh, wait, we're not done yet. Oh, we're not. So we're okay. going to promote one thing. So, uh, <laughs> see, I even told you that. No, uh, we're going to promote... We're, we're giving you an opportunity to have a, a Seder in your home tonight, mm. right? So there's a brief video teaching by me just after two songs of worship at 7 o'clock tonight. Now, there's a Seder preparation shopping list. All of this is on the Victory blog, as well as the Haggadah, which is the order of the Seder for Christians. So if you want to host a Seder in your home, it helps you do all that stuff that you have to do. And and uh, it's a pretty simple thing. It's not really complicated. And uh, there's a link to that video at the Victory uh, website on the blog, Victory 
Victory.blog or Victory.radio. It is designed so that you can watch the video as an intro to your Seder. And that's what we're doing at the Church at War Hill tonight. There'll be no live Wednesday night service on campus tonight. So this is just, I'm just sharing it with you as well. So you have an on. So if you go to our blog right now, you can click the Seder kind of the shopping list. And you can look at the Haggadah that you'll be using. You can use it on your phone. You don't have to print it out. And, of course, you the video will become uh, live tonight at 7 o'clock. So. All right. Coming up. Passover. He said to remember him, and that's what we're doing. We're doing just that today. That's right. Here on Victory 91.5.